Thinkifying Thinkify. We digest the best content around to teach ourselves and you how to build a great business. We then try and apply all the concepts to our own tech business, Thinkify, which is all about listening to content together. Hence, we are Thinkifying Thinkify. It's time. Yeah. Hey, this is our first podcast face to face. Yeah. Woo, high this five. Physical contact. This is way better <laughs> because now I'm not going to feel bad at interrupting you when you go off on one and you can actually interrupt me without like us both being kind of... So for the listeners, it's going to be hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll be talking over each other. There will be no finished point ever. One <laughs> long tangent after another. <laughs> Great. Good. So what are we up to today, Sammy boy? We are going to review and discuss the points from zero to one. Would you say we're going to syncify zero to one? We're, we're, yes, we're going to syncify zero to one nice. we're, we're going to be syncified by the end of this as is the as is the name of the podcast nice good so peter Thiel, the author cool guy i've been watching some of his videos as well online i i'm a big fan don't know, don't know about you do you do you feel like you get into peter Thiel's head or are you kind of like oh, i didn't like the guy. audiobook because i really i'm really like energy and the guy who read the audiobook was like like really the guy who reads the Ryanair like everyone sit down and listen yeah. would, would have done a better job with the guy reading it and I don't think there's any harm just because you're talking about technology or things that are very kind of you know uh entrepreneurial etc that you need to or business minded that you need to lose that energy so I, it did take me some kind of sitting down and and real focus to make sure I, I paid attention but I don't I don't know I don't know about the PayPal mafia very much apart from Elon but I did some research on those guys afterwards and I mean they're incredibly impressive like that is some serious that is some seriously cool resumes going on there he put a good team together yeah I think Palantir Technologies is actually one of the coolest things to as well like some of the contracts that they actually got which is Peter Thiel's company I mean CIA what <laughs> yeah hey. yeah yeah some American contracts um, but yeah, and I, I like I like that. I like that there was some there was something so strong in place with whatever they had at PayPal that it manifested into each of them because they couldn't have all been special joining. Maybe they were quite special, but PayPal itself and how they operated made made each individual go on to be even better than they than they perhaps would have done if they'd have gone their own individual paths beforehand without seeing each other. It's sort of like if you're a runner and you see the four minute mile, you know it can happen because you're a runner. But if you're a startup, you know that people do these things, but it's not really the same as like being involved in it happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're in a company and it goes like, there isn't really like this payment solution for the web. Oh, we'll build it. Okay, we're like this massive billion dollar company. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I can just kind of like invent things and like make it happen. And like, yeah. there isn't like a way to get good data on like terrorists for like the CIA. I'll just build the biggest data company and boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't get to Mars yet. I, uh, we should get to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> that's a thing. Let's build that company. I think that's one of the things, and I know we're going to go into it, but we might as we can probably just break into it as we're talking about it anyway. But he he did say that um, like uh, things in business only happen once, and I think that's something they all hold true. Like Elon Musk was like, "I'm going to, you know, I'm going to probably be the company where people end up." Uh, going to Mars via whatever I build. And that's the kind of thing that only happens once, right? That is, you can't, once someone said that, it's weird if another person goes, I goes, well, I'm going to be doing that as well now. It's like, well, no, he just said it. That's his, 
that's what he wants to do. And I, they like all must have been thinking about, well, there's no point in creating a company that's going to be competing with others. Let's just create the best possible one for whatever cost cash we're going in. Which is sure, the point of the book, Zero to One. It's yeah. about not making incremental improvements on what's there. It's about defining an entire new industry and not competing with others. So taking like a naught where there is nothing that does what you're doing mm. and creating a one. Whereas if there's like numbers of space shuttles going to Mars and you decide to launch a new one, you're like 1.1 1. 1 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he does say like one, another way of doing it is like being completely 10x like better or something. So like the Apple iPad, there were other things around, but they kind of like, in, they invented that because they made it so much yeah, better. Yeah. Same as Google Search. Yeah, exactly. Same as Facebook. I mean, they, they just did so many things that were yeah, they, just so crazy. If you can do something that almost monopolizes because it's so good. Yeah. So like other things do deliver stuff online yeah. and you buy them, but Amazon have kind of monopolized the yeah, market yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's it's mental to think how if you imagine when yahoo is around and google came into the market you think well there's yeah there's yahoo and then google were like hold my search engine is <laughs> this is what i'm going to be inventing now this is where we're going to do it and of course when you build something like google and you get so you when you actually monopolize which i'm not sure how legal that is to the fact they have managed to monopolize so but what they do is they're then able to innovate with things like google glass and uh self-driving vehicles because they don't need to worry about yeah, yeah, they don't need to worry about doing other stuff. They end up acquiring and innovating. Yeah, so he does talk about monopolies being a good thing because yeah. when you're in competition, you actually might pay staff less. You're like competing for customers yeah, and all these yeah. things. Whereas when you kind of just, you're making oodles of money and you're delivering the best thing, you can focus on just giving the customer better and better things mm -hmm. and, um, and really grow and innovate. So it's sort of contrarian view there. Uh, so I don't know if this is a good point to go into. So we spoke about the zero to one. And the other main thing point that he makes really is having contrarian views. Yeah. yeah. So he basically says like their favorite interview question is asking people what they believe that most of the world doesn't believe. Mm. And he goes on to say that basically companies have like a giant secret that is a contrarian view mm -hmm. where they think that you can do something that no one else is doing. And... Um, <laughs> that's where you like create the value. And so a lot of his views, he says, are kind of contrarian. So like we were just saying around like competition is a bad thing. And like he's saying monopolies are a good thing. He also talks about, um, he's just quite against like a lot of the lean startup methodology, where it says it's, it's much better to be like a bold company rather than sort of um, one that kind of fits in. You can just sort of make it so like, lean startup is more about building a company that doesn't die where he's more about like building a company that will like last forever and so just go like completely out there or sort of fail fast yeah. like a bit more um he's also saying like a bad plan is better than none yeah so yeah, you yeah. should have like a a bigger vision and a plan behind it to get to what it what do you think about that um because you're you're pretty strategic because yeah I'm, I'm quite well i'm still kind of lean startup but I, I i avoid writing down a plan if I have to stick to something that I think I'm going to change like next yeah. week, if it's sort of my plans might be as go as far as like work out what happens next week yeah. <laughs> and then sort of, okay, I could have like 10 different options after that. So you should actually have like eight plans mm. and I'm not sure I always have time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm busy coding and like, that's the, the most important thing is to build a feature. I don't want to waste my time planning when I already kind of have all this stuff in my head just to like show someone else what's in my plan. Yeah. But like you obviously have to have some form of plan in your head at least. But I, th I think, the really good way of doing it. And I actually, 
I'm one someone who thinks a bad plan is no is better than no plan at all. I think having some kind of and I because I need structure, otherwise I I tend to flap mm. and I tend to go and I go rawly speculate. And you've probably already seen it already with me, where I'm not if I'm not if I don't have like okay do this, I'll be thinking well, but what about this other thing that is to do with the thing that we're thinking about a little bit? And I, and I'd say that one of the things that really helps, which he doesn't actually mention, is this North Star metric. Is if like if you have that that cute that goal that light at the end of the tunnel like we want to connect more people healthily or whatever ours is going to be, if you can say well that's the overall arching plan or the little things you put in place as long as they're heading towards that that's probably the best way that's probably the best way to do it and that's a not, like an easy an easier way to just kind of make sure like if you're coding something and then you're looking like okay is this going to benefit the user and help towards doing that it's probably if it's not then it's probably not going to be worth doing right yeah definitely but he just yeah he's uh, a little bit a little bit against that idea no, that's what he was he's with that idea no he's unplanned he wants to he wants to he thinks that not being planned is, is is better he's like he thinks planning is slightly arrogant and inflexible i read it the other way around that like lean startup was like this is lean startup like, this is yeah this is so he was the opposite so he, that was his contrarian view oh really yeah, <laughs> this is where we get confused. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. And so, like, his other contrarian view being, like, don't compete. And his final of four was, like, uh, yeah, okay. sales so, yeah, yeah, strategy yeah, still that. matters. Whereas, like, yeah. being startup and Y Combinator all, like, it's only ever product, only ever product. Yeah, don't right, think about right. sales. So, but I, he's saying, like, yeah. actually, you do need some strategy to sell because... So I wrote down staley and flexible, and he actually said a bad plan is better than no plan. Whereas, so I've got them mixed up. Yeah, fair enough. I'm the worst guy ever. We should, we should, we should talk about my continuance with Syncify. <laughs> yeah. Can't even make notes on a book. <laughs> Probably not that useful. God damn it, Jack. <laughs> One job. You can tell that's mine. It's mine one at the top there because it keeps going crazy. No, that's mine. Oh, really? You're going to be way louder than me, though. Boo. No, I mean, oh, no. they're about the same levels. Boo. Yeah, I mean, Boo. if you're going to just start doing, like, <laughs> beatboxing into the I'm mic. getting a little bit loopy. <laughs> yeah. We, we interrupt this podcast and we <laughs> use some, some sync beats. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pun. Got it in there. Nice. All right, I'm so much more enjoying this. Good. Uh, I think that is our North Star metric now: is how many puns can Jack put in an email? Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting better. It's get, yeah, getting it's getting better. better. Slowly, slowly but surely. You know, I'm, I'm. Okay. You're trying to think of a pun about emails, aren't you? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <And> now, <laughs> yeah. There's no email puns. I couldn't think of, couldn't think of it in any. All right. Let's move forward onto the next one. Oh no, 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 let's move forward. Okay, yeah, sure. You can reply to me later that one. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll reply all, but like, anyway. I can't see, see us moving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Uh, New subject. Um, <laughs> um, so Peter Thiel has seven questions in his book that he thinks every company should answer. And, and they are. Yes, they are the engineering question. So are you truly innovative? Are you like 10 times better? Do you have some amazing like source code or something that's just out of this world? Number two, the timing question. Is this gonna be, are you entering like an existing market that already has products in it or is it like a slow moving market or a fast moving one? 
So like Facebook launched at like the perfect time, just as broadband was starting to make it easier to browse on your phones and things. And they kind of just about took over sort of the general market of before people were on their phones is like the iPhone launch. And then three years later is Facebook was just about like the biggest yeah. at a time when like social media then suddenly exploded as people were able to use it a lot more on their phones. Mm. So you can't even always know in advance but like if PayPal had started maybe two years earlier, they could have failed because they'd started too early. If they started two years later, they might have been too late kind of thing. Yeah. And so timing can be really hard. Oh, because PayPal attached itself to eBay, whose yeah. process that was failing was people sending literal checks to one another to yeah. pay for things. So it was 10 times faster and 10 times better. So then there's the monopoly question, as we've spoken about, like Peter Thiel believes it's a good thing. So can you create a monopoly and avoid competition so you can just focus on innovating uh number four the people question so a lot of innovation is about just the quality of people that you have in the culture so if you want to be 10 times better you probably have to have the engineers to do it number five the distribution question so just because you've got like great taste out the timing question by the way uh, we spoke about the timing question with the whole Facebook timing and social media. That we, we spoke about it for a while. Did we? Yeah. That's a monopoly question. No. God. That Damn was it. after the timing question. <laughs> really? Yeah. But we just spoke oh, about we just molded them both together. Okay. No, I, I just said the monopoly question. Ignore me. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. That's <laughs> <laughs> my notes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we got on to the distribution question. So you may believe that your technology speaks for itself and people are just going to buy it, whatever but you need to have a good distribution channel and a way to get close to your customer so they can experience it and like get advantage or take advantage of it and hear about it the durability question so you should plan to be the last mover on the market but what does the market look like in 10 years or 20 years time and how will your solution be dominating the space with like all the differences that are going to happen and what possible competition could you be facing like could china make it cheaper or Will the customer still be ready to pay for something like this when actually like broadband is now free or something or all these kind of things? Then the final question is the secret question. So all great companies are built upon finding answers to secrets. It's the heart of innovation and secrets are problems which have an answer, but nobody's figured it out yet. So if you think of great companies that have solved a problem for customers in new ways, so Airbnb on Uber, they kind of did something that was just completely there but just hidden in front of your eyes Mm -hmm. and so yeah you want to have a big secret like that that you can uncover Mm. and voila now should we answer these questions about ourselves we can we can try that would be uh the point (laughs) so i think i he's and he said you don't need to nail them all but you want to have a good um a good few of them that are you know you're pretty you're pretty going to smash it on um i think he gave the example of the distribution question that a better place which was this electrical vehicle startup it had the technology but failed to market to its customers in the right way so you know they end up with a company bombing in 2013 um and uh, they kind of admitted that they overcame all the technical obstacles but failed totally in the distribution one so you can almost see that some you kind of need to have if you have the distribution one, it's probably important that you uh, that you have a, a very decent um, uh, like technical solution to go with. It. Like those two have to go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, but going back to so the first one being the engineering option, uh, engineering question. Now it's 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 a really weird one for us, I think, because 
what we're saying in their terminology, we said like iP- Apple's iPad was 10x better than the previous tablets, and PayPal was 10x better than selling uh, than the check system, and you know Google 10x better. So we're for us to answer that question, we aren't really necessarily going to be 10x better than the next podcast. Well, I think player, this links right? into the final question of the secret. So I'd say from an engineering perspective, our code. I don't see how it's going to be 10 times better than other podcast players in that sense. But in terms of the secret, I think what humans are lacking at the moment is a way to experience doing things together and that Facebook and normal social media doesn't satisfy that, but people spend a lot of time doing it. And then the opposite is that we spend also lots of time doing podcasts, listening to podcasts and books, but we don't socialize around those, which is where we should be doing it. So I think the secret is so the way we're doing it we're making what we're doing 10 times better exactly so what that's what that's what i was going to go on and say it's we don't it's not like we're improving 10x on something it's the fact there isn't currently a workable solution but around what we're what we're suggesting i mean there is no there, the socializing of of audio isn't in existence so it's it's like engineering wise yeah okay we're not going to be doing something 10x but we're also going to be building potentially the first one to do what we want to do in 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 a in a substantially good way in the same way that airbnb is in like you can go and stay with your mates houses if they've got a spare room or you can go and stay in a hotel but wait there's loads of people with spare rooms who actually you could go and stay with in like you're just uncovering a thing that's been in front of you the whole time but you just couldn't actually do it and so like i feel that's what we're doing with like oh I could actually be socializing with the stuff I tell you. Yeah, so it was, it was an interesting question for us, but we and we kind of skirted it a little bit. But I think that's fair because we're not. It's we're not. Well, no, no, not really. As in, like, I wouldn't say Airbnb started off with ten times better engineering or anything. I mean, now they are like pretty high bar on like the code that they build. But when they started, they're just some designers, and they got some guys to make a shit website for them. Yeah. So as in like, we'd aim to make some pretty amazing class code once we've got some more money and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, anyway. I, so, yeah, I don't really, oh, it's raining. I don't, I, when you talk to me about code, like, I understand that there are levels to this game when it comes to it. And the joy that I will get when you turn around and be like, I have absolutely no idea what our engineers are doing. I'll be like, geez, that must mean we're doing something right. And then when we're like, just, insanely growing around some other thing in a market that we just had never thought about then it might turn around and be like god who have we got doing our pr or something like something like that 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 kind of thing um but yeah solution wise is i think you can aim for it i think there's nothing there's no harm in aiming to to um be the best the best at that kind of stuff yeah cool Okay, next one, the uh, the timing question. So, you know, are you entering a, an existing market with the product? Is it a slow-moving market or a fast-moving one? Um, I mean... So, yeah, so it's a hugely growing market. I think um, podcasts have been growing a lot recently in other audiobooks and just, just the... There's like... And the bigger economic trends of people realizing they're starting to waste a lot of money going to university and these things and or people that are doing jobs but want to train up and go into something else faster. So, like, the whole learning yeah. and like in your spare time thing it's hugely growing yeah and like i've been saying with social media it's been like a huge thing but suddenly lots of people are starting to dislike the way it works yeah. and realizing that it's not healthy for them and yeah. thinking that there's a better way to do it so i think the timing of these are like definitely at inflection points that are about to change so i think there's three huge things that are like hitting us perfectly along with also like the rise of apple airpods and things like that that are just mm. making people listen to these things more so yes, that's a good thing. I 
would personally have felt a lot better if we'd started a year ago. I mean, I had the idea like nine years ago and um, I wouldn't have started it a year ago if I'd been a better coder or if maybe I'd spoken to Eamon a bit more about it because I think I spoke to him a little bit later and he's like, this is such a great idea. We'll get to textiles. I'm like, yeah, but it's not a little bit late by sort of September 2020. Jeez. Um, but I did it anyway. So yeah, I'm just worried that it's like a little bit late. It's it's fine. Okay. I believe. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I think trend-wise, it's definitely on point. Yeah, I, I, it's it's in terms of in terms of timing, it's um, it's really, it, it's one of those things. Have you heard about the? I think I can't remember. It's called the famine philosophy or like um, it's a way of thinking. People aren't starting podcasts because they think there's already too many podcasts out there and in actual fact you've got to think that uh, it was only last year i think that the whole podcast industry turned over 850 million and i know we are not exclusively going to be a podcasting or anything anything kind of kind of app it's just the beginning place for us but when you consider as he mentioned in in that one it's going to be even more now that the sales when he was uh when he was writing this book in 2014 15 i think it was the sales industry there was 480 billion and it's probably around probably must be approaching a trillion or something now i i'd say when you look at the things of salesforce so to so in terms of the growth that's yet to come from podcasting and i can i think we can firmly say there is no dominant podcasting app there's bloatware like um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So we know 19% of people listen to Spotify and we've got 54% of people listen to through Apple Podcasts and then it's like yeah. Stitch and various other platforms. But we are we are really at the cusp of something that's going to going to grow. And I think you're completely right. There are, due to coronavirus as well, people are looking at their university applications and thinking like, like well, we're not, I'm not even going to get bloody well go to university in September, am I? And, and I'm, I'm definitely one of them. I didn't go to university when I studied English and drama to go and learn more about Shakespeare. I'd done the guy for years. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how much have you learned about how to run a business in the past three months from oh reading books and yeah, that, et cetera? Just, just, or just, just doing that and, like from the, from, and from joining joining Sweatcoin and working the people people there in the last... I mean, I would never, I would never have, have, have done that. And then so carrying those skills from there to here, if someone could have told me, Hey, you don't need to. You don't need to go to to university. You can just or degree. No one's actually going to care about about that by the time you're in your mid to late twenties anyway. If you could just have all this information for you uh, ready online, you can just listen to it. Yeah. And people are being turned to be able to listen to it. So for more ways than one, where we are is is perfect timing. I think. I don't think we can have better timing unless we were joint. Unless we started at the same time as Spotify. But then podcasts are just people in their rooms. There was only about a hundred of them. Yeah. Well, there's other things we could have been doing back then as well, like music and stuff. Anyway, um, the other thing I would add to the timing is also the other trend I didn't mention is that like a lot of people are experiencing less ads in terms of they're watching Netflix or they're not watching TV as such or they're not reading newspapers. Mm -hmm. So they're seeing lots of ads in other places, but they're like on social media less. But if they are listening to a lot of podcasts, they are more like open to listen to these things and like yeah. they actually sort of you know you listen to joe rogan and you know that you use like this new massage girl and you're like actually yeah maybe i need yeah. a massage girl and that sounds yeah, great yeah. he's buff i should be buff yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um i wonder how many people started steroids because of joe rogan or trt he's always talking about it like and i want to go on like actual steroids yeah 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 he, he takes like um testosterone replacement therapy or okay, home, human so growth like... hormone that's a steroid he takes a bunch of these these things, and obviously has like incredibly expensive doctors. But you got to you got to think since this kind of thing 
came available, like podcasting, you just wouldn't have known that. No. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Sam's thinking about yeah, steroids. On from steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam and I are not on steroids yet. <laughs> yeah, contrarian viewpoint. It's good <laughs> to be on my, steroids. We yeah. both go bald and get huge and veiny. Yeah. It's like, what happened to those guys? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway. Anyway. Then the next question is the monopoly question. Can you be a monopoly? So it feels like we kind of would need to be. Really? Uh, so. Yeah. As in, if we can get in and be the first social podcasting app where everyone goes, actually, yes, we want to be listening to podcasts yeah. socially, then yes, we're kind of a monopoly because everyone has yeah. to be there. So it, if it works right, it should be super viable because you should get your friends on there and... It's, a diff- it's an interesting one because we are a social podcasting app so by we are we are a social place where you are able to do one thing key thing and that is listen to the same things as your friends and network at the same time or or a different time according whatever time you want right so to say say that's the first sell but like there's other things that are useful yeah of course but in terms of being a monopoly facebook doesn't say oh we are like their whole thing is we are a social social media spotify is we are an audio like a home of audio so we can't say we're going to be we can't be uh, a monopolizer those two those two or one of those two markets but what we can do is we can be the monopoly of the middle ground that doesn't currently exist we are we are the, the place that exists between those which in itself is a whole entity that's not been explored properly yet and that's potentially what we can monopolize and as those two giants try and yeah. feed into being more social or do other things it, we're hoping that we're going to be a bit well I, we're so, saying that there's going to be a new industry that is a social podcast industry and we're going to own it the yes. same way that like yeah there didn't used to be an industry for staying at people's like spare rooms yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we're creating we are creating an industry yeah that it, but it's the same as it's the same as the engineering question that we said at the beginning we are we're creating something we don't need to be 10x better because we're creating a new space but the point is can it be monopolized i guess and we think that it can be yeah. because if you do it like inherently it's social it, should make sense it's just if someone comes along and does it better but what we've got to be careful of is uh and the he one of the sentences he 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 said was exaggerating your own uniqueness is an easy way to botch the monopoly question so us being super like saying well no one's doing it yeah we're going to be it's like ah come on let's be let's be we just have to be no one is doing it amazing yet because both you and i would be on it we would definitely be we would definitely be on it but we're not we're not we're not we're not on it yet I mean, the amount of times i'm trying to share podcasts with you yeah and exactly and... yeah the amount of times i try and ignore you as well haha <laughs> 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 uh yeah okay uh so the next one is the is the people question so in guess like in searching of the innovation it's a lot about the quality of the people and the culture you have and kind of finding a technical advancement which is way better means having engineers and technical people to do it um and so one of the main things is, is like, and you have to ask yourself is you have the right people capable of working on real product innovations. Do you have the people to pursue the product in the market? Do you have the people to bring everyone in house? Do you have the people who are going to be like the absolute burning fire that's going to get everyone motivated and, and have that real resonance of a, of an awesome startup? Oof. Well, I think yeah, anyway, yeah. let's move on for this question. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a no. So we've got two idiots that can't speak properly yeah. without hey, we're tired. <laughs> it's yeah. raining. Um, but no, we, we've 
we can do stuff. I this think, is good. Here's the thing. This is why, why I think, right? I'm just going to go for it. I think you and I are so different and, mm. and really good at the stuff that we are good at. Yeah. But my blind spots are so massive. I think your blind spots are massive. Yeah, I but think... there's just this middle ground that we, we are we are like the sum of, of both like this hermeneutic and We are both the sum of our own parts and then kind of together... Yeah, I think to together we're pretty strong, but we're missing. I'm not super fast at tech, and I think if we had another tech co-founder, I would be a lot less stressed. Yeah. And I think that, as in, like you were saying, you you do really well with people with having like a big plan ahead of you, and I'm sort of a bit opposite. So as I'm the kind of the leader, I haven't always been tracking you and trying to i haven't given you like a metric so it's only just recently that where we've actually been like okay this yeah. is what jack should be getting done each week and yeah, it's just taking us a bit of a while to do that because if i've been a bit more focused on like i know what i need to do i need to build features that's about it and i'm not very good so i'm spending all of my time doing it yeah um whereas i should be doing a bit more like of the managing side of it and i kind of shy away from that yeah i think i think one of the things with that is you are um so your founder ceo which is something that we talk about in, in, in Ben Horowitz's book that we'll probably do next time. So you're founder CEO. And I think one of the best parts, and also it's like a, it's a you know, uh, silver lining to the cloud, let's say, is that you, you're, on the, you're learning on the job. You've never been a CEO before. You've, no, not in the same way as this. This is, a different, this is a different kind of, you can't say pedal power is anything like Syncify or, or app agency. It's not, you're not gonna, this is this, come on. This is like the first proper, proper founding CEO. Would you argue that? Mm. Where you've had other people and you've had pe- like stand-ups and you've had people going to form different parts of business and investment talks and entering into potentially entering to accelerators. <laughs> Oops. Well, come on. I did speak about investment a bit with Pedal Power and other things and other people on the job and it's different. things. But yeah, it's certainly... This is, this is like... You know, if that was if that was something you were true founding, you probably would have done more with it, or you'd have got more excited about it. What I'm saying is, this is like you are you you are not you are not like the the senior exec founder. So, but there's the thing: you can a learn on the job, and no one's going to punish for your, it for you until we have like a board and we have in, insane targets. Or like I say, Sam, you're actually not delivering in the bits that you should be delivering in. But the second part, you, what, what, you will build your CEO profile as Syncify itself. Like those two are going to be synonymous with each other. And that's a really, really good thing because at later stages, after like four or five years, if you want to step away or something, there, there might be like a, a CEO who comes in who's run other really crazy, massive companies. So don't, don't be like, you're, go- you're going to end up in that position anyway. Yeah, so yeah. enjoy the bit I where you're... I need to start spending more of my time unblocking other people and making sure that they can work on what they need to work on as quickly yeah. as possible yeah. and less of my time working on my own work, which is sort of where I'm natural. I don't really like telling people what to do too much. I kind of feel like <laughs> letting people do stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess that's more of my yeah. issue. And I certainly, I was in, I've generally only ever worked in small teams, whether I've run the team or not, I've kind of, yeah. everyone sort of had their own role and it's been quite defined and been pretty easy. Yeah. And I'd say by the nature of our company, we could try and stay as lean as possible. But if we find if we find a, 
a gap in the market or we accelerate in one way that we weren't supposed to, we're going to have, or that we didn't anticipate, the chance of us scaling a team in the next year or year or two, you're kind of, you, well, that's the thing. You can either choose to embrace that role as being someone who has their hands in, in loads of things and then be like that that active CEO who's on the money and has these relationships with everyone who's in charge. But that might not be the best fit for, for what you want to do. That might be something I step into and you kind of be like, look, I need to do the vision stuff. I need you to be like yeah. troops on the ground sort of vibe. Worth planning to like, yeah, we're getting you into some of those things, but I do expect that I'm going to have to do a lot of that. Um, but that's, that's just talking about us. So, so far we, we've got two other people. Um, oh yeah. Let's talk got about- Got a new uh, hire. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> His name is Banger. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a showgirl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's not weird. Anyway. Yeah. He can code. That that's the important part. Yeah, and he's lovely. Pretty good. Which yeah. I care about. Makes everybody smile. Yeah. Um so engineering is happening. <laughs> and uh don't think we've messed up on that hire. So no, this is good. No. And Perry likes him as well. Yeah. And yeah, we're hoping to get some more people on boarded into doing tech. Maybe. But maybe. we'll see. Yeah. Some maybes, but some maybe. if they don't happen. We'll have to board someone else as well. Instead. I think so. I think so. Yep. And then we also have Perry, who is the uh, genius putting this. <laughs> He's hopefully making us sound less stupid than we're actually sounding as we record this. Yeah. And cut uh, out that waffle that I just went on for about two minutes ago where I was like trying yeah. to backhand praise you and just be like, <laughs> don't put so much pressure on yourself, which was what okay. I was trying to say. But uh, that's nice. It ended up me coming up like you know, this kind of Yeah. Thing. <laughs> but uh, you're a bit weird and not good at everything. So. No, no, well, <laughs> yeah. That, Mine aren't blind spots; they're tunnels. So, <laughs> it's it, it it's fine. But the I guess answering the uh, the people question is, I think being aware that we're there are there are things that we need. Yeah, there's, there's of lots the best. of stuff we need to put in. Yeah, which and that's that's absolutely absolutely fine. Um, I really I liked the way that he uh, he talked about when it came to now he when he's on doing investments and stuff like that. He said um, uh, when uh, they when companies were. were uh, pitching clean tech to him uh, loads of them were like men in suits and uh he said that was a huge red flag because real technologists wear t-shirts and jeans and so he created this blanket rule of like passing any company who dressed up for like pitch meetings in suits because if you and i went into if we started wearing suits we'd we'd be so uncomfortable we, we'd be like i've seen what you dress up to weddings young man yeah. <laughs> i'm like i mean you're you are that is that is like a you are literally the tech startup entrepreneur person you climb you uh you eat sparingly and often and you you are you are like the the traditional the traditional kind of the kind of the quintessential startup person yeah but that's good because we are like we're we we are we're kind of who we are in terms of what we're in terms of the company as well we're not trying to like smarten ourselves up or be perfect it's like we believe in what we're doing strong enough that we don't need to start like trying to impress any stupid yeah, aesthetic definitely ways. wear clothes for function you right? sometimes <laughs> wear clothes no that's good you sometimes yeah. do wear clothes uh but yeah, great. Um, question five for you. The distribution question. Indeedy. So obviously you can get us on the app store, but then how are you going to, going to find out about us and why we're there? This is distribution. So we don't want to be doing lots of paid marketing as such straight away. So hypothetically, the app will be viral because if it's a social podcast app and you're on there and it's great, but you're like, wouldn't it be great if my friends are on here? They'll have so much fun. They'll be able to see what my favorite podcasts are and listen to them with me. And you'll invite everybody. And yeah. then like it'll distribute itself via like 
our links through to WhatsApp, etc. But, <laughs> but Dak says no. No, no. Head but, of growth. But to but to assume that uh, the main function and the main growth is going to be peer to peer kind of gets away the fact that we know that socially people like connecting with other people that they don't know a lot of the time they like learning and talking to people with people they have actually know they have nothing in common with apart from this new thing which is why when you go climbing you've met those new people uh, and you've abandoned me essentially and created but new, new friends not mad at all uh that's fine you know whatever True. Um, and, and but like, I mean, I have also tried to invite you to come climbing. I do too many things. Too busy. Too busy. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but the uh, but that's the thing. We to assume people are going to invite their friends who we assume are going to be podcasting. There has to yeah. be. There needs to be people interested in the subjects. And Syncify has to find a way that the the subjects yeah, and communities. If are all you're ever doing enough. was listening to MMA podcasts, yeah, I, I wouldn't really be bothered anyway. Exactly. To listen with you. Yeah, that, that's the thing. But if I but if there was a pod, if there was UFC community on there or MMA community on there, then I don't need other people. So yeah, peer to peer, but also network networks need to grow themselves. We need to target two or three main networks. Yeah, which are attractive so, enough to build and grow. Like Reddit, where people like gather oh, yeah. around content and exactly. interesting things. But they have the discussions there. But could they have like some of those discussions? Yeah, that's the thing. And I think the more I think, well, I, I I mean to say that we're not going to be quite similar to Reddit in a few ways is is you know I mean we I are. I think we've got a lot to learn from the way Reddit works. Uh, yeah, and I think it's fa- it's fantastic, and I love the way that the thing the communities are moderated as well. It's very very healthy, and the people just just if someone's going like trying to promote whatever it's just down 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 they are downvoted to like to like nothing and they comment it like hey didn't like that comment much huh seeing as i've been downvoted to like hell or something like that which is which is quite good but i mean we we haven't it's the thing is you can't cheat a distribution platform like um apple unless you run search ads you can't do the same with google play store you are in competition against other people who will have natural organic growth of 50, 60, 70,000 downloads a day. The only way you get to the top of those kind of things is by building an amazing product that people want to share or discover. That is the true, the nature of, of viral productivity and product virality. That's the two, the two things come and go hand in hand, which I can explain to you and go on for ages, which I won't do now, but yeah, no, let's not do it. So yeah, we, we, yeah, that's, yeah, that's distribution. Okay. Um, Durability. Yeah, so an interesting you one. should plan to be the, like the last move in your market. And what does the market look like in ten or twenty years? And will your solution dominate the space? And what possible competition could you face? Can China come along, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Yeah, so that is one thing. Obviously, always China. If it's a China, if we think that it's just the podcasting social space, just straight up, is going to be a thing, then obviously it's going to happen in China as well. The same way that like they've got like WeChat and and things, but then going more 10 20 years in the future will podcasting be the same as it is i don't really think so i think sharing experiences will be huge like the way social media works currently would just be such a relic and i think when we have like vr experiences that we could just go and play like ping pong on the top of like mount everest together and like really cool stuff uh, just to like catch up as friends and I think the way we experience things will be so much more in touch with each other. So some of the things that we are doing, like, okay, when you're at work, you will know what your like spouse is doing, whether she's also at work and she'll listen to like similar things at the same yeah, time, yeah. or maybe she's off doing a run, but you want to know her vital signs while she's running on this mountain and all these things. Like there's lots of like creepy yeah, stuff that's going to yeah, be going on, yeah, but people will be so much more in sync. Yeah. And like in the same way that like, 
you wouldn't go anywhere without a mobile phone now. It seems kind of weird and dangerous. Oh, it freaks me out when Whereas, my dad does like, that. like 20 years ago, yeah. like what would you do with a mobile phone? There's not going to be a lot of mystery, is there? There's not going to yeah, be a, yeah. a, lot, a lot of mystery. Um, so, and, and, and I think, I think um, sorry to interrupt, but I think the point you're making is that like Syncify itself, we are going to continue, much the way that, you know, Facebook is more, is a, Facebook is a brand and, and it's growing to so many different things. What we're saying is that Syncify is going to stand for so much more because we're going to be a verb and that verb itself is going to translate into a bunch of different things that are to do with connecting and being connected with each other in the future. As in, in my head, we're basically the non-invasive version of Neuralink. Yeah, and you, you yeah, I saw that coming. I was waiting for you to say Neuralink. <laughs> You're not so obsessed with it at all. We're not put like a brain net around you <laughs> oh, to child. like let all your thoughts share, but like everything besides that that you can do to sort of actually let people know your thoughts and like how you're feeling and everything is sort of where i'm going yeah i mean we gotta we've got to think about it from the perspective of the user and to make sure that that is something that yeah in a nice way as in like the things that you don't need to see is then yeah my mum knows every time i get horny that's a bit weird Uh, (laughs) exactly uh, (laughs) but like other things fine because now when it's built you won't have to call her and tell her anymore (laughs) (laughs) thanks jack (laughs) yeah i mean that is racking up my phone bills Uh, (laughs) sam i don't want this anymore this is not the kind of relationship you've been hanging out with jack too much she has complained about some of my podcasts like sam why do you talk about sex like which you talk oh. about sex i was like <laughs> oh well that thing that you told me about the the podcast with the, the <laughs> no i'm not gonna say that again yeah that but, didn't um, actually get published then good that's good that's um, I'm glad i guess that didn't get published. Our, our podcast version maybe got published uh maybe yeah, yeah we did maybe we haven't listened to it yeah. now um episode six i think uh anyway i think, I think that one of the, the back points, to durability yeah one of the main points that was made was um so clean tech and its failure um it, what it is relied on governments of subsidies and backing which isn't necessarily a durable path because if that is something that you're relying on solely to exist you've got to think that that's simply not going to that's not going to happen because the cogs that need to move in order for the government to start doing that involve going at serious lobbying power at the time you're going you're talking about billions of uh of of, of basic government funds that are coming to like through the republican party or wherever it's like oh by the way uh yeah we're gonna go clean energy now they're like no you're not hey <laughs> we got into power you're not you're not doing that you moron and you're like oh okay so in order to be uh, durable over a period of time, and as Sam, you really, you, what were you saying in terms of growing in these different areas, we have to get to a point like Google where they can, they innovate their own product to make it as good as, as possible, but we innovate yeah. our own idea into different things. Which yeah, yeah, so they offer so many other become. things, yeah. even though I think like 95, okay. Some ridiculous percentage of their money comes from just like, ads through google and yet they do so many other things that hardly contribute to their bottom line yeah. but just to sort of keep you in their world of google so yeah. that you when you are doing a thing that matters to them you're doing it there yeah and so they're constantly adding value to you in every other way possible yeah it's um but in terms of, in terms of like just because you're around doesn't mean you're like hyper successful anyway. So you know, and I hey, I'm not. This isn't me casting aspersions at Castbox, but Castbox have been around. No, it's not Castbox. It's um, Stitcher. Stitcher have been around for a long time. I think it's like eleven or twelve years, something now. And their turnover is seventy-five million. That's a huge. That's a huge amount of money. They're a really successful, massive company. But you would think that 
a company who started 10 or 11 years ago in a, in a, in a space that was absolutely blossoming. Considering like, yeah, how much the podcast industry has grown in those 12 years. Do you count that as a durable company or do you count that as a company that is just, it continues to exist yeah. in a very good and healthy way? Let's say they were an ETF company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They would be like below the, the, yeah. the market rate yeah. by like 20% yeah. year on year absolutely. kind of thing. And you'd be like, why the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Some would argue they're this? just the equivalent of like, the podcasting of Spotify, but that's not that's not not true because you would have still grown to be a market market leader had certain things gone a, a, di- a different way. You, um, there I am, like slapping in the, like seventy five million ton over a year. That's yeah, yeah, still, they're, they're like, serious. <laughs> it's still like a three hundred million, five hundred million dollar company, but mm. you'd, you'd expect to be more, yeah, more. Um, cool. And uh, the last question, the secret question, which we kind of alluded to at the beginning, and. So all great companies are built upon finding answers to these secrets. This is like the heart of the innovation and secrets are problems which have an answer, but nobody has figured it out yet. So the likes of Pythagoras discovered the secrets to triangle, Newton discovered the secrets to gravity, and NASA figured out how to land humans on the moon. And these are the big secrets, but every company and product solves a problem for the customer in a new, previously unknown. Think Airbnb and Uber. Does your innovation uncover a secret which solves a fundamental problem for the customer? Sam, does it? Does it? Does it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. And, uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell. Good. Okay, that was a long... Um, nice intro there, right? Yeah, thanks. No, it didn't... didn't, didn't, didn't that was my favourite. Uh, oh, what? It's sort of the same words that I'd already said. Yeah, but I was giving it some energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. It was nice. Oh, I was about to do such a good pun. Oh, well, like, now's a good time. I was going to give it my own feel. Hey! <laughs> good. Teal? Yeah, I get it. I don't know if anyone else did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah, some people are just like face slapping themselves. Others just like, who is this? How idiot? many people are... <laughs> Hello? <laughs> DM me if you're still listening. Don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, just get loads of cramped. No. Okay to his head. Yeah. Uh, anyway, secret question. Yeah, so as, as I outlined, I think quite a few companies have started saying their social podcasting apps and just haven't seemed to uncover the social part of it they're kind of that you should have followed people but not really done anything that makes it feel social in any way so i think we kind of are hitting that and it's just something that hasn't really been done mm. yet which is sort of a bit of a secret and then i think also their long-term goals like some of them some have got some of the features that we've got but they just don't have the same goals so i think one started that kind of scared by but they're more focusing on like podcasters in um being able to commercialize their audience and stuff and i think there's a few people that are sort of in the right area but not focusing on the quite the right thing um so for now i still feel like it's a bit of a secret i don't think it's going to stay a secret for long i think what's useful when it comes to this kind of thing is <clears throat> is the say you look at the durability question because we're trying to solve an answer that's potentially so this is like quite far into the future because people still don't realize that social media is failing them. They still look at it as connection. Yeah, definitely. It. So I guess I, I was sort of alluding to more like just the social podcasting section, but I am yeah. more talking about like the social as in just the way people are going to be social online is just going to change. Yeah, and I think COVID did make that a lot more obvious, which is a bit annoying because like, I already knew it. And then like suddenly everyone was like, oh, Netflix party, let's start doing these things. I'm like don't do this too fast i'm not ready i haven't built my solution yet like i know this is what the world needs but like stop covid go away yeah. damn it yeah i i think um 
Yeah. Okay. Good. But yeah, I think um, the way we're social is just changing inherently, and we're sort of building that, and that's sort of a bit of a secret that people haven't always realised. Uh, cool. And that's that. That was my favourite one today. Loved that one. It's nice. good to be in the room. Fuck with you. you, Y Combinator. We're yeah. on Techstars now. <laughs> can't can't say that yet. It won't be released until uh, like. Yeah, but what if we? I oh, like, maybe a pair of releases. I like yeah, Michael okay. Siebel and those guys. Yeah, no, um, they're Mark great. Tratsky, whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't even think that's his name. God damn it. Dustin. I don't know. Okay, I that's like I like you, Y Combinator listen. people. So yeah. don't listen to Sam. Sam doesn't like you, but I do. I like my comments. No, he doesn't. Too. He's told me actually. I read all of their blogs. <laughs> I uh, I I will invest in White Combinator. <laughs> Good. Anyway. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Love that. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.